Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Gavin Berry and once again I'm delighted to see I'm joined by the Daily Record, David McCarthy and Scott McDermott of the Sunday Mail. We're here to reflect on the 2-2 draw with PSV Eindhoven in the Champions League playoff round first leg at Ibrox. The result means it's all to play for in the Phillips Stadium in Holland next week with that prize of a lucrative place in the group stage very much up for grabs. First of all, chaps, how are you? Good morning. Good, good, job. Job. Good, good. David, when I'm looking around, I mean, PSV, clearly you could tell very, you know, quality opposition. 2-2 draw is not that bad, especially the way the game went. But I just sense a bit of sort of disappointment over the result. Do you think that's just because it, it could have been better? Or why do you think that is? Or are you feeling the same? Are you, are you sensing that? I think it, it comes down to the fact that the Rangers had managed to get a lead in the game and there's a real sense of disappointment about the manner in which they conceded the, the second goal. Both goals, to be honest, but particularly the second goal. You know, I mean, for a team with that much quality, for the, you know, the, at different times in the game, they actually created half-decent chances, which Rangers managed to, to avert and managed to avoid conceding from. But then to lose goals from just absolute basic cross into the box and, um, you know, no picking up your man and, you know, a guy's, you know, scoring a header, particularly the second goal. Um, I think that that was, that was more the sense of disappointment. Mm-hmm. I think that, that Rangers have raised the bar to a very, very high level at Ibrox over the last couple of years. And any time that they, that they don't win a European tie, there will be an automatic kind of sense of disappointment. But I think that looking at the big picture, you've got to say that PSV are an excellent team. Rangers played well in patches as well. And for me, it, it might be a case that maybe PSV are a sort of 55-45 favourites for the second leg, but it's not done and dusted. I certainly don't believe it's done and dusted. No. I mean, Scott, before the game, I mean, quite rightly, will look at Rangers' record going into European games. It's always like, oh, well, you know, Rangers have beaten better. You know, they've beaten better before, so why not? Do you think possibly, as Davey says, there's maybe too much expectancy now? And do you think we maybe underestimated PSV a bit? I don't know about underestimating PSV, Gav, but I think the, the expectancy level has obviously risen. Um but actually, I agree with your first point. I think I listened to Radio Scotland after the game mm-hmm. last night. The pundits, mm-hmm. I thought, I, I was surprised at how harsh they were on Rangers. It was almost like a well, real disappointment, you know, having a go at certain players for no producing and mm-hmm. hearing this phrase, you no, know, they didn't, didn't hit the heights of last season's mm-hmm. run. But I mean, 
I don't know what people expect, but you can't just replicate that every time, every season in Europe. No, those atmospheres, those results that they got last night, I mean, last season, circumstances are different now. There's different players for a start. Yeah. It's a different stage of the season. Yeah. Rangers get their best results in Europe last season. It was you no know, far deeper into the into the campaign when they were well up and running, and Van Bronckhorst had had replaced Gerrard and, and and put his own stamp in the team. I mean, the circumstances are totally totally different. Um, and I agree with Davey. PSV are a top team. I, I thought last night was just two Champions League level teams going at each other in a in a fifty fifty tie. I thought the game itself, both teams had had. Good spells in the game. It was quite kind of no, it wasn't the end to end, but I, 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 it was a kind of strange game. You, you would have ten minutes of Rangers looking really good, and then PSV would just put a couple of moves together, and suddenly they were on the, the ascendancy. It was an enjoyable game to game to watch. So I think you're listen, Davies, right? PSV are now slight favourites because they've got home advantage going into the second leg. Their own fans behind them. But I don't think it was necessarily a bad result for. For Rangers, of course, real frustration at losing two goals to set pieces. That just it just can't happen. Uh, two corners. If PSV with their quality had cut Rangers open and scored twice, you know, you would have held your hands up because you know they've got that they've got that quality to do that. But but they didn't. That that will be the real um, annoying thing for for Van Bronckers. But I, I think yeah, I think expectation has been. Uh, has risen from from what happened last season, but very very unfair to just expect them to go and to go and replicate that right away, especially when those new players coming in and it's at the start of a campaign and the, the level, not your Champions League level now, not not Europa. Mm-hmm. Davey, you said the ties by no means over, uh, not by a long shot. We spoke last week about the famous Bobby Russell winner and Alberts and all that, so maybe there's another hero ready to step up. I mean, did you see enough? I mean, PSV Eindhoven concede a lot. Um, you know, don't keep many clean sheets. Did you see enough in that game last night to suggest that Rangers can score over there? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that, that Rangers will score over there. Um, it's whether they can keep the back door locked. I still, I, you know, it would not surprise me if it's another two each over there and it goes all the way to penalties. It, 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 it could because they are a team that loves to attack and to score goals and they do leave themselves open. Having said that, they've got a couple of pretty good defenders as well. The right back last night I thought was terrific um, against Kent. Um, I thought he was strong, he was powerful, um, no messing about for him. Got away with a penalty right enough because I, I, I still, you know, I know that, that, that the handball was very high on the arm, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think in some circumstances that may have been given. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, I thought that they were a really, really good side. Um, but I think we also need to remember that Rangers are a really, really good side. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think in, you know they'll have another game in uh, Sunday, Rangers, which I actually don't think is a bad thing. I know there's a bit of debate about that. But mm-hmm. I do think that at this stage in the season, it's important that they that they find some cohesion. And although it'll be a tough game going Easter Road, I, I still think there's more benefits to playing that game than not playing that game. And, um, you know, hopefully they can go over there and finish the job. Um, it's not going to be easy, but nobody's, nobody expected at the start of the time it was mm-hmm. going to be easy. So they're still in it. 
and I think that Van Bronckhorst would probably assign for that before the start. Yeah, you touched on that, David Hibbs. There was a lot of debate over this last week, and Alan McCoy's weighed right in. Um, I think PSV are going to have an open training session on Friday morning, and then their game against Vol- FC Volendam, which was scheduled for this weekend. The Dutch Eredivisie agreed to move it back to the end of the month, as you say, to give them more time to prepare. But you think Rangers will benefit from going down the M8 and playing heads, tough game Easter Road, but should they have been given the choice, do you think? Aye, possibly. Um, yeah, I think they probably should have been given the choice. I think if the powers that be want our clubs to um, to progress in Europe and to help the coefficient and help the profile of the game, yeah. they should be doing everything to try and help them. But having said that, I still think that it's beneficial for Rangers to be playing on Sunday. Now, I don't know whether Van Bronckhorst would have taken them up on the offer had the offer been made. Um, mm. No idea. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing they're playing. I don't know what Scotty thinks, but I don't think it's a bad thing they're playing. No, no I, tend to, I do tend to agree with you. I just think it was, you know, interesting that, you know, and the, the other thing is Ron Gordon, uh, the Hibs chairman, recently said... I think he said in an interview that Rangers had done more than any other Scottish club to kind of raise the profile of our game and for the coefficient. It's interesting that it's Hibs that are playing this weekend. And, you, you know, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst might have said thanks, but no thanks. But and hey, we don't know. Maybe the conversation will, you know, maybe they did have a conversation, but we don't think that conversation took place. I just think... Given the op- I think the SPFL could have given given them the option, and if they said no, at least they tried, at least they offered. Yeah, you're you're right, Gav. But we've had this debate so many times. I mean, the SPFL they just never want to. They never want to help. They, they get scared about fixture scheduling and and stuff like that. So I don't think they would have had the option. <clears throat> don't think that's ever been the table. Never has even previous previous years. They always seem pretty reluctant to. To try and help the teams in Europe, so, um, but I, I agree with Davy. I mean, the games, the Habs game Saturday, isn't it? Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, Saturday lunchtime. So I mean, yeah, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so it's I mean yeah. Saturday lunchtime, and the the, the game in Eindhoven is not yeah. until Wednesday. Yeah. So, I mean, it does give Rangers plenty of time. I, I agree with Dave. I actually think it's a benefit that Rangers will play at the weekend um, <clears throat> for PSV to come out of that you know, real intense yeah. game at Ibrox. To then just have a week of training and you're saying you no know, open training sessions and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that gets you gets you ready for a game of this of this magnitude next Wednesday night. Um I think it will help Rangers, you know, playing in a tough game at Easter Road and also it will get players more minutes. Um mm-hmm. for me, probably Morelos is the key one in terms of what do you do with Morelos now? I mean, by, by keeping him on the bench last night and giving Cholak the 90 minutes, I did start to wonder whether no, Morelos is going to going to maybe start on Saturday um, or play a big part on Saturday to try and really get him up to speed because as much as Cholak has done really well and doesn't deserve to come out the, the team, I thought Neil McCann made a, a good point in the radio last night in terms of what this second leg is going to be like. In, in terms of how Rangers are going to approach it. And if if they're going to play counter-attack football, which it looks as if they will, Morelos is, is ideal for that. You know, he's far more suited to that than, than Cholak. Um, if you get pace, uh, obviously you get pace round about him. The big question is, is Mere- I'm saying Morelos is ideally suited for that. He is when he's 100% fit. 
mm-hmm. and he's at it. That's what we don't know. He doesn't look ready yet. He didn't go on last night. So I just wonder whether he'll play a big part um, at Easter Road on Saturday. Maybe Cholak will get a will get a rest. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, Davy. I, I mean, Cholak. Um, he's sorry, Gav. Um, he's played a lot of football already this yeah. season. I don't think he's. I don't think he's missed a game. He's played all the pre-season friendlies as well. Yeah. Um, and Giovanni did seem to. You know, he was very vociferous in his praiseium last night. Um, so I would expect that he will probably play in Eindhoven. Um, but you do need to get Morelis up to speed. And yeah. I think that, you know, in Belgium in the last round, I don't think Kolac played particularly well. The whole team didn't play particularly well. And Scott is right in the respect that the Rangers away from home are a far, far better outfit when Morelis is leading the line. Because, yeah. you know, he, he occupies defenders, he wins fouls, he breaks up the play and, you know, and... And he obviously has got the Ivor, uh, an Ivor for the goal as well. So um, I think that's a really, really difficult one. It's a tough decision next week. But I, I do think that I've got a feeling Morelis will play on Sunday. Uh, apart from anything else, he's got a great record against Hibs, particularly Easter Road. He does well against them at Easter Road. Um, the other point I wanted to make about why it's important, I think, that Rangers play that game is that, that I was at Easter Road a couple of weeks ago, for the, well, last week for the Edinburgh Derby. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was really hostile, really hostile. And, you know, that place will be bouncing on Saturday. Um, the Hibs fans will be giving it to Rangers tight. And for boys like uh, Tillman and, you know, Matongo, Matonda, if he plays, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a wee taste maybe of what they will get in Eindhoven two or three days later. And I don't think that, that's, that there's any harm in Rangers uh, getting into that environment on Saturday ahead of getting into a similar environment on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, we spoke about Cholak there, David, uh, and um, in isolation, um, how impressed have you been by the way he's come back from that early criticism, and particularly last night, just in his sort of overall play and his energy, because the kind of talk has been that, you know, he's he, he's not a Morelos-type striker, he might you know, just be a, you know, a goal-getter, but not much else to his game. Were you impressed by his work rate last night? I was. I actually think it was his best game in the Rangers shirt. Um, mm. but he did, I thought he did really, really well um, up against two decent defenders, uh, two decent central defenders. And um, he's not the same kind of player as Morelis. He loves to just be between the posts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you have to say that his goal was magnificent. Um as was the entire, you know, I mean, the build-up to the goal. I mean, one of the papers, and I know man man, man by man marks, is the newspaper man's worst nightmare, really, right? But one of the newspapers today gave Stephen Davis five out of ten. Now, I genuinely, I mean, for his pass alone, to oh. for the for the goal, he should be getting a seven or an eight out of ten. Now, I gave him an eight out of ten, but um, I just, you know, it's one of them where I think that, that he played Stephen Davis as another one where he's got a decision to make now Giovanni because I thought he was brilliant last night. So, but at thirty six or whatever age, as you know, you can't play. You wouldn't imagine he'll play on Saturday as well. But will they keep him then for next for the next midweek? You know, there's 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 a lot of selection issues in there. But the good thing is that the selection issues are all good ones because these players are playing well at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Dave. I think there's so much. Yeah. So much to think about before next Wednesday for, for Van Bronckhorst. Um, 
And obviously, depending on what happens in the Hibs game, you know, that might have a, have a bearing on it. But I agree with you. The midfield is a dilemma. We've spoken about Morelos or Cholak. I think already he'll maybe even be thinking about three at the back again with Lundstrom dropping in at Eindhoven. Because I think they're going to need to... No defence for their lives, but they're going to defend well because um, I think PSV will come at them, especially early on in the game. And when you've got guys like Jack and Kamara and Davis, no, no quality players that can get into midfield, then it gives you that option. They drop them, they drop Lundstrom back. Um, so there's loads of loads of spots and maybes. It's going to be fascinating to see how the next uh, the next week pans out for Rangers. I'm just I'm I'm just laughing, David, man by man, Marks, because we've all been there. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I don't know how you could look at that and get a five, but I was actually laughing because I remember reading a great column that you wrote in the uh, in the Daily Record years ago about the time you'd been on tour with Hearts and Sunday. And you need to tell me who the player was. Uh, they played you table tennis, no? And did they not? Aye, they did. Aye, Ali Mocklin. Absolutely, tennis. Ali Mocklin, the wee Hearts midfielder. Uh-huh. They beat me six love six one, and he said, I "Can't really tell you exactly what he said, but it was all right, so, uh, right, that's for all the four out of tens you've given me." Yeah, because <laughs> uh, that, that just made me laugh there when you mentioned that. <laughs> because um, I'm not quite sure Stephen Davis being the sort of mild man of guy would would uh, react quite the same way, but it's funny. The point is, they read these, don't they? I mean, players. It's absolutely the one thing, Gav, that uh, <laughs> grief is a football reporter over than anything else. Yeah. Uh, the same pa- the same paper this morning, I think, gave James Sands a five now. I mean, I've, I've been critically Sands, and I was worried getting into the game last night, though we, we haven't been back at centre-back. But that was his best game for Rangers by a stretch. Uh, I mean, he was, he, was at, he was better than Goldson last night at yeah. centre-back. Um so how how he got a five, I'm not quite sure, but who knows? Yeah, that's another um, you know kind of dilemma, I suppose, uh, for Van Bronckhurst next week, isn't it? That you know will Ben Davis be back for that game? Would you put him straight in? Um, whereas when Sands has done so well, but I just think that at the back, uh, you, you look at the size of the PSV players. Like physically, they were taller, they were they looked stronger than Rangers, and um, you know I think that that is a wee concern that. That Rangers might not be physically uh, as adept as they are, um, and so would he bring in Davis, or do you think that Davis is is not quite up to speed yet, and so you wouldn't put him into a game of that magnitude? Yeah, I mean, again, Davies has got. I think Davies has to play on Saturday at Hibs mm-hmm. just to get him yeah. get more game time and get him up to speed to at least give you that give you that option. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, when on BT Sport last night when they were, they were discussing the the second goal that Rangers had conceded and how poor it was defensively, um, I mean, Alan McCoy's floated the idea of Leon Balogun, who's been pictured in the stand at recent games, and say why did they let him go? And so, I mean, do you think by me, one is it realistic? Two would Balogun have been any better last night? If, as you're saying, Scott that. James Sands wasn't that bad, or was it time to move on from him? I suppose you need to factor in, he's unlucky. If Suter and Ben Davies aren't available, it's, you know, there's a bit of misfortune there, but would Balogun been better sticking around? I, I think a conversation took place, Gav. I, I've heard a conversation took place like, within the club about whether to 
whether to speak to Balogun again, but it was almost like it was too late. No, Balogun had said he'd, he's goodbyes. No, they kind of they had kind of cut ties. I think they spoke about it when when obviously they lost Bassi and they had injuries to Hollander and mm-hmm. um, obviously Suter had just came in. Yeah, it wasn't fully fit. Um, this is before they got Ben Davies, obviously. Um, so it was definitely a consideration. And I quite like Balogun. Um, I think he did a really good job for Rangers in the time he was the time he was there. Um, but, listen, it did cross my mind last night, but would he have really made a difference to the two goals? Oh, that's what I'm saying. If James, I'm Sand, sure. you were impressed with James Sand. He's a guy who's on loan. He's 22 with a view to buy. Is it not? Uh, I mean, is Balogun not? Are you not just looking back by doing that? Yeah, I think yeah. I think ultimately yeah. <clears throat> There'll always be a question when you lose goals like that, especially if you set pieces and you've let a guy like Balogun go with his height and his stature and stuff. Of course, people are going to ask the ask the question. Um, and listen, it might have helped. He, he certainly, as Davy discussed there, I mean, he, Balogun certainly gives Rangers more of a physical presence than, mm-hmm. than a Sands or others. But as I say, it was two poor goals to lose last night. I don't think you can just say one player would have, would have stopped that. I think. They lost the goals as a collective in terms of the way they were set up. No, no yeah. tracking the, no tracking the runner. I thought Goldson has obviously uh, come up with a poor header for the first first goal and then a wee bit of misfortune uh, before the boy puts it in. But no, nah, I mean I don't think Balogun would have made a, a huge difference. Um, but I can understand why why certain fans were looking at it and thinking, no, we should have maybe kept him for another year. Yeah. I think it would be a, I think it would be a panic move. And a very short-term move um, if they were to go and bring him back, um, simply because Davies will be fit soon enough. Suter, you would hope, would be as well. Hollander still to come back. I mean, that's three really good centre-backs. Yeah. Um, you know, um, there was a lot of moving parts, obviously, earlier in the summer because you know, would Suter have come to Rangers? Would Rangers have made the offer, the you know, the pre-contract agreement with Suter if they had truly believed that Connor Golson was going to stay? Um, I don't know if they would have, to be honest with you. I think that he was going to be the long-term replacement for Connor, and uh, obviously when he stayed, then that meant that somebody somebody had to go at the door, and they'd already made up their mind that Balogun would be that man. So, yeah. good player as he is, I don't think they can go back. Yeah, yeah Gav, you also need to think about Leon King. No, you don't want to block Leon King's development by just clogging the place with, with centre-backs. I mean, I, I no, there's a, there was even an argument last night. No, with Sands not being a natural centre back. Mm-hmm. Davies been out the squad last night. Um, no, there was an argument to say no, should should Leon King have been in there for the start because he's he's either ready or he's no. I mean, I was talking to somebody last night. We were we were kind of reminiscing about Walter Smith throwing Stephen Presley into a, a Champions League game. I think it was a Marseille game mm-hmm. back in the, no ninety two ninety three. Well, if these guys are ready, then then you need to you need to go with them. Now, Sands goes and produces a really good performance, so it was the right decision last night to to play him. But um, just in terms of Balogun and bringing in more centre backs, I think you no know, Leon King's so highly rated at Rangers has been for many years. If the boy's going to have a chance, then you know, his, his pathway can't can't be blocked. No, there has to be a has to be a route into that first team for him. So. That would be another reason why uh, maybe they've not taken Balogun for another year. And you've still got to pay a wage. You can't just, you know, you can't just take a guy yeah. just for like one game, you know, last night. It's still money. You've still got to run a business and weigh it all up, as you say. Yeah. 
Malik Tillman being the hero, you know, well, it was a hero last week, has had rave reviews, possibly a frustrating night from last night, off the boil, but do you think, I mean, he had a few bursts, uh, I think he might even have won the free kick, did he, for the Tom Lawrence goal? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I think he had a couple of those bursting runs, didn't he? But on the whole, maybe a kind of frustrating night, yet when he went off, do you think they, they, they missed he sends it the mister threat. No, no. I, I thought he was poor last night. Yeah, mm. I must admit, Tillman. Then I'm, I'm a big fan. I think he's going to be a, a superstar. I think it's a great signing for Rangers. I think I said last week. You no, know, it's great that they've got this uh, option to buy him from Bayern at the end of the at the end of the loan. So it's not a it's not a big criticism of him. I just thought he was poor in the game. Um, I thought he was taking too many touches. I thought he lost lost possession too many times. I actually thought he got out muscled at times as well. Um, which you know, he's still a young although he looks big and he's got a bit of physique, um in that environment, uh, I thought physically kinda of got outdone a wee bit. So it was probably the poorest he's been since he came and it was no surprise. I thought he'd done it off earlier actually. You're right, he did have a couple of bursts when he got Rangers up the park. The first one he should have probably passed. But he had a kind of weak shot he's his left foot. I think he had options either right uh, either side and Cholak and, and Kent. Um but no, I didn't think it worked for him last night at all. I thought I thought Rangers needed more from him. I actually felt a bit for Davis and and Lundstrom at times because I didn't think he was helping them uh, mm. in the middle of the park. And as I say, I was expecting that change to come to come sooner. I actually thought it'd have been Arfield. That, that came on, obviously Scott Wright came on that allowed Lawrence to go go centrally with, uh, with Scott Wright going out in the going out in the flank. But listen, I, as I say, I still think he's going to be a he's going to be a top player. But it wasn't a great night for him last night. Yeah, because Davy, I was when I mentioned earlier a lot of sort of you know grumbles of different things um, last night. And one of them was the changes. Um, did you expect to see Matondo and and well, maybe Morelos. I know we touched on Morelos earlier, but certainly Matondo. Did you did you expect to see him coming on? Um, no, I think Van Bronckhorst really likes Scott Wright, and he tends to to either start him or bring him on in in the bigger games, and particularly in Europe. Um, the the substitutions didn't affect the game positively last night. Um, I think that Van Bronckhorst substitutions have been have been decent of late, but um, I don't really think that they made a material difference. I agree with Scott. I would have I'd had Scott Arfield on um, mm-hmm. just simply because he's he's actually playing out his skin just now. Scott Arfield is is one of Rangers' best players at the moment, and he's regularly making an impact when he comes off the bench. Can either get you a goal, create you a goal, um, which is something that obviously the 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 they needed last night. Um, so I. I know that there's been a bit of criticism with the the substitutions, and I can I can kind of see where that's coming from because I don't really think that they worked last night. But overall, as we said right at the start, Rangers are still in the tie, and I think can he ask for much more than that at the minute? Scott, I mean Stephen Davis, as we say, there was probably surprised that I'm starting um, thirty seven, so he'll be he'll be thirty eight in the first of January. Um, Bit of surprise at him starting, but probably justified. Well, definitely justified, as Davey said. Great ball for the goal. But what about Kamara and Ryan Jack? I mean, would it, what 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 for them now going forward? This is, a, this is a great thing for Rangers. 
now that we've got so many options, I mean, you go Easter Road on Saturday and you could go with a midfield three of Jack, Kamara and Arfield if you want to, which is very strong. Um, mm-hmm. And these guys are all are all fresh, obviously, from, from no playing uh, last night. So that's the strength of the squad. That's what Van Bronckhurst ultimately wants. Um, you're right, I, I was surprised that Davis started last night, but mm-hmm. the thing I'd say about Gio is that I think he's proven last season that when he makes changes or, or when he goes with a specific team selection, there is there's always a reason behind it. There's always a kind of tactical reason behind it. And I think that was the case with Davis last night. I think he was in there to do a kind of specific job. That's why then he got off the bench against St. Johnson at the weekend. Gio clearly had this game in mind for him. Um, so as we spoke earlier, it's going to be really interesting to see what plan he comes up with. Yeah. And Eindhoven, I think it's going to be a... A, a totally different game um, but the other thing as well is Gav I think, I think people forget that we're still at the start, start of the season ultimately I think players are still getting up to speed I think Gio's trying to get minutes into, into most of them to get them up to a, a level we've spoke so many times about wh- why these European qualifiers are so difficult and that's the reason those new guys coming in people are at different levels are different levels of fitness. Um, I think Rangers are still just trying to get themselves going. And listen, that's that's not an excuse because the money that's at stake here, and as you said earlier, the prestige of being involved in the Champions League, these are massive games, so there's no excuse. But I still think Rangers' squad, new squad, is developing and growing and Gio's trying to you know, trying to shuffle the pack a wee bit for different games to get, get guys up to to full full speed. Um so I mean I wouldn't get too worried about no Kamara no starting or mm. Ryan Jack no playing as much. I, I think Gio's still just tinkering game by game to try and get the squad and the and the starting eleven as, as strong as possible. One thing just yeah, on you go fire away maybe I was just going to say I think that it's a great thing for Rangers and for Van Bronckhurst that he's got so many options. But I just wonder what Kamara and the likes of Ryan Jack, particularly Kamara, think about no longer being a kind of first pick, if you want to call it that. Because, you know, he's a guy, he's obviously Finland International, getting rave reviews last season, getting a bit of interest from, more than a bit of interest from down south. Um, yeah. You know, and all of a sudden he's he's not a first pick every week. Um, so I don't know whether he would be particularly chuffed at that turn of events, but... But for Rangers, um, it's great to have so many options. And I wasn't surprised that he played Stephen Davis last night. Um, and I think that when I saw that he never took any part at all in the St. Johnson game, I thought he was an absolute stick on to play last night. I think that PSV play that kind of high, high energy game that's a wee bit similar to Eintracht Frankfurt in the way that they play. And when Davis came on in the final that night, um, he absolutely changed the, the course of that game. And I just wonder whether Van Bronckhorst had that in the back of his mind, thinking that, that Davis was the ideal man to play. And it wouldn't surprise me if Davis doesn't play at the weekend, but does play again in Eindhoven. Mm-hmm. Scott, I mean, Rangers were praised so much for the energy levels that they had last season, you know, extra time, you know, sometimes, you know, twice within four days, I think, wanted it in the Braga and in the Celtic game. And they just were able to keep going. Did you sense last night that they tired towards the end? No, I think they did a wee bit. Yeah. Uh, actually, I actually thought Davis tired a bit. 
in the second half, um, as much as he played really well in the game, when Gio was making the substitutions, I thought you know, Davis is going to be one of the ones that, that, that comes off, um, especially when I seen Kamara coming on. I thought Kamara would have started last night um, just because of the games that he's played in previously. I think last season, with the, you know, the Leipzig semi-final when he scored and stuff like that, put in a big performance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, I, th- I thought they did tire a wee bit in the second half, but I go back to this, you know, this stage of the season. I don't think they're at full full pelt yet. Um, and saying that, I don't think going to extra time will will worry them next next week if it if it goes the distance. Um, I think they'll be I think they'll be ready for it. I think the experience of last season that you mentioned will will help them if it gets to that at that stage. So I don't think it will it will phase them. But listen, it was a tough tough game last night when when PSV were at it. They looked really good. Um, a lot of energy required. Um, so they did. They did come off at a wee bit towards uh, towards the kind of latter part of the second half. But as we touched on earlier, that's why you've got that quality on the bench when you can call on an international like Kamara and and others to to come into the game. Great. Okay, listen, guys, I think you've more than covered everything. That's great analysis. Thanks very much for your time. And obviously, as you mentioned, Easter Road, Saturday lunchtime. So we'll see how that goes, followed by the big one, the return in Eindhoven next Wednesday night. So we'll be back next week to discuss all that. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, guys.